0: The
1: fella in the green on my short The fella in the green on my short Keep the good man on the bench
0: Welcome to the Big Kickoff League of Ireland Podcast with myself Roy Shanahan from theBigKickoff.com. It's Nathan Doyle. And joining us today is Aidan Larkin from the Head in the Game League of Ireland campaign. Aidan, welcome to the Big Kickoff League of Ireland podcast.
1: Well, gentlemen, how you doing? How things? Thanks you very much for having me on,
0: lads. No problem at all. Listen, On today's show, we'll obviously be talking with Aidan about his campaign. We'll also have a look at Dundalk's off-the-field manager role, uh, a look back at the First Division playoff, and of course, the League of Ireland fans' questions, which we love to put out there and discuss. The Head in the Game League of Ireland campaign was started up by a group of League of Ireland fans, Aidan being one of those fans, that sparked up the idea with the intention to opening up conversation about mental health and well-being within the League of Ireland community. Aidan... What made you start the head in the game campaign?
1: Well, lads, uh, I tell you how it did start. Uh, well, we kind of noticed well. I tell you, it started with a death. It started with death of a big dog fan, and he worked in the dog for years, Harry Taff, and heavily involved with the League of Ireland and uh, a lot of League of Ireland clubs knew him very well. Mm. He's, uh, cameraman, he was the head cameraman. You probably would have heard a bit and seen him on social media and that. But uh, he was well liked, well respected, and uh, thing. So he passed and it was suicide unfortunately. And so uh lads from America, Bigs and Dog fan, Dean Arrisman got in contact with me and a few of us lads, very, very, very passionate lads about uh mental health. So we decided to get together after a death of Harry. And we had a bit of, we were having a bit of a chin wag about kind of a campaign and um, then we we were kind of all talking like we were noticing like there's a vacuum there for a mental health campaign within the League of Ireland, like there was a big vacuum there was no initiatives really maybe kind of smaller one or other kind of club initiatives but there was no actual initiative all around the League of Ireland for fans for players for staff for everyone involved with in the club and fans and everything and so we just decided look at how about we start kicking off a mental health campaign now with it, mental health being so kind of on the forefront with the current climate and we were like right Let's, we should look, try and look after a few League of Ireland fans after seeing the dead of Paris Says right, let's get let's try and spark up the conversation let's get everyone talking let's try and get a campaign on the go for everyone to try and get talking and if we can along the way raise funds for uh, our two fantastic charity partners for uh, Jigsaw and uh, Shane
0: Okay um, so what is the vision? So so where? what are you looking to do? Where are you looking for it to progress to?
1: Uh well, this is uh where where we where we kind of where we're looking to progress to at the start is very different from where it is progressing to right now. To be honest, it's just, I'm not. I can't reveal too much at the same time, but I'll, I'll give you the kind of kind of a scope Well, we are kind of looking to kind of just maybe kind of like start out as uh, just getting campaigns, kind of like players talk and fans talk, and kind of maybe just kind of getting the programs and all that kind of like. Uh, getting into match day programs and all, getting kind of starting off more with that, but now we're after getting, we're after getting a fantastic response. You've probably seen the video uh, don't turn off your floodlights. Like. Yeah. 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 The, 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 the video, you you're, you're involved with it and uh, thank you yeah. very much. No, it was great, fantastic. It was great, we had great kind of diversity of fans and it was fantastic and that took a real hit like that. That just went viral and kind of with the players involved in it as well. Like, and then we kind of we did get a lot of attention, like, and then we decided to think bigger. So we have, uh, we are want to make it for like hopefully a national, total national campaign, like all across all across the League of Ireland. We've got very some very very big plans now for next year. I can't reveal what they are just yet, but it's going to be very interesting for, for League of Ireland fans to get involved with. It. Uh, obviously, all COVID dependent it is. It is that's what's, it's going to be mainly COVID dependent and guidelines. But uh, some big fans, some big clients, and actually some big fundraisers, and we have, and I can't really let just yet with this side of things either. But we've, we've got some good partnerships coming up like, with the uh, partnerships getting involved with us, Our two charities as well, Shining Jigsaw. They're they're very excited about our plans as well. How we're gonna go, like obviously of course, like our, our main objective, like, is to create awareness around League of Ireland, get everyone kind of chatting, chatting about mental health. Amongst the League of Ireland fans, that 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 is our main objective. That is, our fundraisers and all are fantastic, and we will need all the support we can get, and it's it's going to be a driving force too. But like, we do want to create awareness around each and every club. We want to create awareness amongst fans. We want to create awareness amongst, amongst players too. You, you, you know yourselves, lads. We've uh, a couple of stories of a uh, kind of players within the League of Ireland, like even going over to England, not making to the England, coming back, and just. Mentally, mentally not doing great. Like so, we want to be able to, and that, and that's because of the young fellas, the the environment they've been in. So you want to reach out to them as well. Like wanna create kind of an environment around them to be able to talk about mental health, and people support them there, like, and be able to let them know that there is support there for them. Get everyone chatting about it, like.
2: you.
1: Okay. Hopefully, all going well. That's where we're we're going. Projectively going into it. But we we you're doing a lot bigger and a lot better than we actually thought. We, we projected it to be initially to be like
0: yeah definitely going to get you back on next year so you can actually tell us what you're going to do
1: <laughs> oh, oh, oh definitely like, definitely yeah definitely. Uh, Listen, I, and, and you know what I, I I really hope you do like and uh, we will we definitely want to be, you know what we'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I'll, we'll make kind of a deal I, I might uh, kind of make something exclusively for you at the start of the year you know, kind of an exclusive reveal just for the, the talk show like
0: do 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 listen how do you feel we view mental health in this country generally
1: it's getting better look it it, it is getting better like it's getting better amongst the people the people are talking people are more and more aware of it like it's becoming it's becoming so prevalent these days around all sectors of society, and people are becoming more aware of it but we just need to be able to talk a bit more about different issues and talk to each other like and not be afraid to talk but also not be afraid to listen and not be afraid to ask the question, is someone okay? Like sometimes that—that's the hardest thing to do. Something may feel awkward in kind of doing that. But as a society, uh, it is getting better. It is getting better. Cause I grew—I kind of grew up in the, the start in the late 90s and 00s, like, and and come to now, like, and you, you can see mental health, across course, starting better, but Again, it's still it, well—it's all massively underfunded as well by the government. Like, so that—that's a—that's a whole other issue in itself that needs to be addressed to try and improve attitude towards mental health my own even more and improved it even better. Like,
0: yeah, I, I'm. I'm not totally sure that people understand what mental health problems are. No, uh, Because no, no, when, you, when you talk, I have uh, my partner. She suffers from anxiety and and depression. Depression, and she can be, and she'll have no problem me talking about it because it's, uh, it's it's out there and open and what have you. But she will. She she can be happy, no problem whatsoever, and all of a sudden then she'll get a bout of it, and. Uh, when she if she is going to talk to someone about if someone asks her about it she may she may talk about it but that person who has asked her about it after asking may not actually like what they're hearing about it and you see an awful lot of people shut down and shut off and, and not really want to have that conversation so when people are asking did do very well. Need to to listen or be willing to listen if you're going to ask that question because it's too easy to ask the question and then shut off and go. Ooh, yeah, actually, no, that's a bit deep for me. I'm, I'm I'm not really into that. So there 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 is that big thing of listen. If you're prepared to ask the question, then you've got to be prepared to listen.
1: And, and do you know what? You're 100 percent right. Like I, I've been saying that like past couple of past couple of years. Like I've I, I talk way I always. Uh, amongst my friends, like I always like we, we always kind of my close friends and all, like, we've no part of chatting. If someone's kind of like looking on oh, my head, direct or something, so and so, whatever issue, and that kind of chat, Tim or whatever, and that, there down be bitching, giving out, or whatever, like it's like to do, like, and we do talk, and, I, and it is like you do like, need to be prepared to listen, like, and I've been saying that to like, I used that to ourselves, you know, or, or start to be chatting about kind of like mental health and all, like, it's like, you know, like some people find it really hard to listen, like, my partner there, like, if someone started talking about, like, kind of like,
0: real kind of
1: mental health issues or like she, she just wouldn't know how to respond she wouldn't like mm. she she just wouldn't know how to deal with it. Not, not that she wouldn't want it. she'd just kind of like be kind of well oh, fuck I, I, I don't even really know what to say to that like I don't even really know what how to, what to talk about it or like like I know myself there's a couple of friends we would be able to deal with it. Go like right so how are you feeling about it look you talk about their issue if you can listen with this you try talk about this you're trying to see what their point of view is like a big thing about mental health is like, you know saying, people, it comes in so many shapes and different, so many shapes and forms like, yeah, you can have your stereotypical depression but then you can have so many other uh, forms of mental health issues that, that people just can't do and see it themselves but oh, do I have a mental health issue? Like, mm. the mental health issues come in all shapes and forms. It could be like, you could be, and it's hard to identify because like as well, some people find it hard to identify and you're saying some people find it hard to listen, like you have to have what's called a tool to kind of School to be able to to listen to somebody and respond back to them and how you deal with it, but it's that needs to be caught like i i think person needs to be caught certainly taught in schools like from a young age like to be able to talk but also to be able to listen like and uh, like you have there like you, you can be integrated like you know like in CSP or civics or anything out there, which is kind of like general kind of like uh, world things and all, you can include it in something simple as that, and as, a, as a religion or whatever. But like, it's it's just like kind of one of the things that could be done as uh, going forward, like.
0: Yeah, and I mean, if you look at mental health, people think that certain people have mental health problems, but actually, every single person has mental health whether it be good or whether it be bad and you yeah. ha- you have to look after yourself because it, just like your body you have to make sure that you look after that body you have to make sure you look after your mind that you don't get drowned by uh, you know I suppose you can easily go into depression. You can easily start uh, having you know anxiousness if you're if you're especially I suppose if you're if you're a teenager and you're stuck in all the time and uh, you know I, I'm th- I'm thinking there's loads of people out there who would probably snub at mental health, but they don't realise that it's not that far away if you don't look after yourself.
1: fully well, agreed. Like the, the what is this, the old saying is like there's a thin line between sanity and insanity. Now not saying anyone's insane or insane, but it's that's the thin line for your mental health, like whether you have good mental health or whether you have bad mental health. Like it's just it can be a very fine balance there, like, and a very thin line.
0: Yeah. in your opinion, are yeah. services good enough to help those in need of help?
1: No. No. let I, I I call it a spade a spade well underfunded. Uh, not capable. I I've seen it. I, I I've seen it firsthand, like not capable of Identifying who is well enough to be treated and who isn't, and who is who should be treated and who should be taken in, like the people that are thrown away, like they're but I was telling you about Harry Caff, mm. Harry Caff went to cross lanes, and this is all very, very public as well. And his family have made this all public as well. Like, so there's no problem between it, and they don't, don't want to talk about it. Like, he went to cross lanes. Uh, which is a, his doctor had to had, he had to be referred to cross lanes which is a, a mental it was uh, which seeks a mental health seek a counselor and his doctor referred him and he went and he went twice and he was refused twice. And the second time he was refused. I'm not sure of the time frame exactly my like days and that there but yeah he, uh, he later committed suicide very, very shortly later like so and that's not the first time I've heard I know of another man young young fellow in the dark, Ian Brown, and again his family have uh, made it very aware well as well that he, he went across he was referred to cross lanes too. And he went a couple of times and told him he was suicidal and still turned him away and a couple of days in a short period of time he committed suicide. Like so that's two lives too many and that's only the dark, Like Imagine what it's like nationally, like if you put that in a national scale, that's only two hundred percent cases I know and if you put that in a national scale like yeah. What, what would you think then on is ourselves underfunded like are, are they making the right decisions are, are they adequate enough
0: yeah what well we to be
1: going looking right?
0: it's definitely underfunded mm-hmm. and the yeah. politicians seem to pat themselves in the back every now and again when they say we're after throwing 20 million uh you know mental health services, which is absolute pittance uh, in the grand, scheme yeah. of, the grand scheme of things, and they seem to think they're doing wonders, but they actually haven't a clue what's going on. Uh, I, I have seen it, it, where there's instances in in any of the the, the hospitals that they have uh, available, but there was one instance where a doctor who specialises in CBT and she gives treatment out CBT, she got pregnant. She went on a maternity leave and for the year, not one patient was seen for their CBT treatment therapy because they hadn't got enough money to bring in someone else. So for a whole year, anyone who is on the brink, struggling, uh, they're left to fend for themselves. And I don't know the numbers, but I'm fairly sure there's some people who probably didn't make it through. Uh, so that's the kind of thing and 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 that happened on a a couple of occasions so that's the kind of thing that is we have there at the moment, and at the moment, what I'm saying at the moment is a, it's a it's a joke at the moment because really what they have is they have something there just to say it's there. But what we have for mental health in the country so far is a disgrace. Uh, it's disgusting, and it's just not adequate enough. It's nowhere near adequate enough. Um, we no. we really need to start putting more pressure on on politicians. We
1: we really really do. Like we really start putting the, the pressure on politicians. Like we, when them politicians call your door, like for the, the for the next vote, like you need to be asking them, what are you going to do for these mental health services? Everyone at the doorstep needs to be asked. Like it's like there's so many young families out now from like. Like we have right, we have the seventeenth highest of 2019. I think we have the seventeenth highest the uh, debt rate, uh, suicide rate in, in Europe, right? But we have the fourth highest among 15 and 24 year olds. Like now, you might think, but that's a massive, massive number mm. for 15 to 24 year olds amongst Europe. When you look at all, we one of the smallest nations in Europe as well, population wise. Like yeah. And that that shouldn't be happening. Like, I mean, that shouldn't be happening. Like, like the government there, like, will pump millions in to say, like, we have like, you know, no disrespect for this, right? now, there was road safety campaign, right? Like, those road safety debts were spiraling out of control, in I don't spiraling out of control, and it had to be that something had to be done. So they had to pump money into the uh, advertising campaigns, the road safety campaign, to try and bring these debts down to preventable. Like, and the government pumped millions, millions into, it, like, and like. These bats, I see this here kind of, like, in the same kind of scenario, like, well, bats and suicides are spiraling out of control, like, the mm. so government need to kind of start doing what's kinda of done with kinda of debt rates when it's not getting start putting money, investing money into kind of public campaigns, like kind of school campaigns, like start anything, seriously invest money, like and the the solutions need to be done. Like you, you give out all day with the politicians, you can kinda of give out on Facebook all day and that they're saying, What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Like but like you need to have kind of sort of plan in place, need to kinda of say, wait, well, look, let's start asking for TEs for this here, like nice. And that's all long term thing, but like that's why I think now in the short term I like, think everyone should start getting behind, behind on mental health campaigns like like even like the smaller ones, even ours, even the other ones you see running out there start getting behind the mental health campaigns because like, like especially now come up to Christmas and all especially come up to this, this time of year and, and kinda of, like people still on COVID things and all that there, mental health is so many people are on the brink, so many people are struggling and you, you wouldn't even know it, like, and so we need to kind of, like, us as people, like, kind of need to start looking out for everyone, kind of, start getting involved in these charities, all this for the short-term kind of stuff, and then pushing for a long-term goal of start writing, start, these PDs, Ds need to start, kind of, getting, like, getting messages, emails, remembering that, there, like, start really putting really pressure on, because it is, it, it's disgusting, like, well, what... The, the services are available, what they're doing and all, like, and, and which can be preventable, like, it really can, like, uh, if you just put that bit more effort into listening to the people, like, that's all it really is, like, someone wants to talk, like, and you just need to be able to listen, like, yeah. not much to ask, like, for the government, like, staff up in, and, at okay, the staff, I know some, some staff might make mistakes in these hospitals that out there, but I'm sure there's plenty of good staff there, like, and they're just underfunded, like, yeah. Yeah, find it's ridiculous
0: like it really is Nathan you were uh, you helped out with the, the, the video how did you find that and uh, what's your thoughts on, on heading the game
2: yeah look just just listening there like it's, it's great to get such a real education on such a, a hot issue that it seriously needs to be looked at especially in the League of Ireland like this campaign like I, I've never in my fandom I've never seen a campaign on such a such a wide wide scheme like this like um. The like said you have certain clubs, St Patrick even the own club has done it themselves. They've done an internal campaigns like this, but to see a campaign that's reaching out to everybody in, in the league, it, it, just, it feels, it's just it's always needed. But I think in this day and age, with COVID and, and with the winter months coming in, and even with the League of Ireland coming to an end, like the League of Ireland is is such a social thing for a lot of people. And we've missed that this season, and now we're going to miss even watching the football with the winter coming in. So we're just saying it's like a really important campaign. That it'd be great to see anyone getting behind, like because it's just just definitely needed. As you both said brilliantly, the, the the lack and the underfunding of any sort of mental health campaigns or any sort of mental health any health even in the country it's just absolutely it's frightening to listen to it and, and to see how badly it can affect people.
0: Yeah, uh, Aiden. How can people help out with your campaign? And if it's financial, um, if Nathan gives you a hundred quid now this evening, where does that hundred quid go to?
1: Well, we have at the minute we have a, a campaign on the go with the minister, November campaign. Uh, I don't know if you've kind of seen on the, uh, our the game social media pages. We've got a few uh, dodgy tashes up there. On the yeah, looking <laughs> well, looking <laughs> <as> well. <laughs> a few dodgy things. Uh, Mask save for November 2020 from not looking like a total man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, look, we're at the same thing, lads. It's, it's a great, it's great because it gets chat, people chatting. chat. You see people with the uh, kind of dodgy-looking tash and like, go, oh, you're doing November what's the crack? Having a bit of a chat, talking mental health, great. So... Uh, we have our November campaign at the minute. We have a GoFundMe page on our, all our social media outlets. Uh, we have Facebook, uh, Head Again, L-O-I-E on Facebook. We have our dodgy tashes and our link pinned <laughs> to the top of that page. So if you just click onto that page, you can donate. That's, we're straight to the GoFundMe. What we're doing is we're doing a total 50-50 split of our two charities from... 50, 50 each uh, fifty goes to Jigshaw and Jigsaw so, and fifty goes to Shine. Two two fantastic charities that are uh that are really doing great work doing it like and all charities now in charities all mental health charities are on the fund. massively, massively underfunded. Like uh just while we're just touching them charities uh, as well. just when I met uh, a great man, uh, in Shine, uh, Derek Dark and we were chatting away and he, he opened her eyes up with kinda of like certain like uh the way charities operate now the mental health charities and the way they fund it and all and yeah like, they, they, they need every need every, every mental health charity needs needs our help like and uh so we decided to fifty fifty with them. And uh yeah so uh head in the game Facebook head in the game LY on Facebook uh head in the game LY on Instagram and head in the game twenty on Twitter is uh, where you find us and you'll find the link there for our fundraiser. Now we're we'll looking one up Going to be constantly looking for money with this fundraiser. I ends, that'll be for a while. We'll be, be promoting uh, mental health across uh, all our social media outlets because that's what we want to do as well. Saying, like, if we want to create an environment where everyone can get talking about uh, mental health. They might see a post from us or something like that, and they might want to just check in and check in their aid or any of the family and friends. That's what we want to try and do. Create to create an environment of getting people to talk. And then we will have a, a fundraiser again. Maybe, if, I'm not sure what way, maybe see how we go early next year. But we'll uh, again. I don't want to give away too much about uh, anything or details, right there. But yeah, that's where you can get it on our social media, and that's kind of where our finance are going for this fundraiser anyways.
0: Okay, great. Um, now we'll uh, we'll move on to Dundalk, and uh, you're a Dundalk fan, Aidan. Today it was it emerged that Jim Magilton was a front runner become. As, as the uh, we heard earlier on, an off-the-field uh, manager role, which really means a new director of football uh, at Dundalk. What do you make of that? I, I
1: think that's fantastic. I think that's what we need. Uh, you look at any professional, you look at any professional kind of you know, maybe apart from line either, but uh, you look at them all. Most professional teams have all directors of football, controlling uh, off the pitch. You need to have someone, there's so much work in a professional, even club like like you have there especially if Newcastle want to aim qualify uh, for Europe every year. There's so much work in that, so much getting the group stage, so much organising. and all. you do need someone direct on football to organise that, and then you have now you've so many uh, so many leagues, so many like to, to pick players from and all. So you need someone to kind of start looking at all them, looking looking at the workings outside off the field. Like so, you, we do it massively need it. Like I'm I'm delighted. Like I, I think he, uh, Jim Jim looks pretty good looking He's uh, an elite director of the IOF in the north of Ireland, like, and he, he, you're not going to be in the or any any elite, or elite director's role uh, if you you're a monk, like. So, look, okay. it's positive. It's positive, uh, and I like to look at things on the club in a kind of positive way because things have been going great, kind of uh, on oh, and off the pitch over the last couple of months. So, look, I take this positive and uh, yeah so I do I'm looking forward looking forward to
0: this so okay, can't be a bad thing can it? No Nathan Chairman Bill Hulser admitted earlier today that there was three candidates in the running although Magilton has emerged as the front runner he says we've shortlisted and we've got three people on it we haven't come to an agreement with any of the three but we're trying and hopefully it will happen in the next couple of weeks what's your thought on the whole thing?
2: Yeah, it's when I first seen it, I didn't really know what to make of it. But then, as you said, you sort of read into it, and it's it's more so a director of a footballer role instead of just having, the you know, there's, there's someone just trying to control a lot of what's going on with the club because the owners now, I'm sure Aiden will agree, it's, it's been a bit of a madhouse ever since the American owners have gone in. So you're yeah, looking at this, and hopefully it can be somebody that can take them to the next level. Obviously, because director of football direct is a they're, they're great thing to have in any club. So hopefully you can steer the ship a bit better. And, Probably not things down, but look as as you said a couple of times here in the show, it's been a crazy season for for Dundalk. Probably not the season that he were expecting to have, or probably even wanted to have in the grand scheme of things. But yeah, it, it can only be good for the club going forward, really.
0: Aidan says who, yeah. whoever we choose they have to have business skills football skills football knowledge football contacts business contacts we need someone to run the club I can't do it from the US so he's practically looking for a chairman who knows a little bit about football uh, because he can't run it from the States the manager at the moment how do you feel he's doing and it's, it's said that he is going to be there for next season are you happy enough?
1: Lucas I'll take, I'll take it as it is like, he's, done, he's done it well he got us in Europe Look, he, you have to give the man a shot at like. give him a shot at you see how he goes you're going to know in the first first couple of months if, if he's doing terrible in the first couple of months you'll see him getting the job Like you well, they're, they're not going to take six times I'm going to chance it like. so He he's a bit of time now to get a bit more work with the lads with a director of football coming in hopefully nailing down a couple of contracts Nailing down some, uh, some more signings hopefully, and keeping the keeping the core lads that we have. Give them a shot, get them used to the lads, and see how it goes from there. But uh, there's no point being totally negative over it. and getting uh, Like people, like I, I've seen even I've following dogs since the early '90s when I was a young fella. Like, and I've seen some dark, dark days in the dark and I, I still think, well. Oh, we're doing fantastically well we were spoiled over the last couple of years like if I was one of them 100 odd people back in the 2011 that was standing there when there was nobody else down the ground like I lived with game like I was one of them lads like so I've seen some dark days and, uh, and some uh, pretty bad couple of grounds in the graveyard as we call it
0: <laughs> What did they need to do to to challenge for the league because they were way off it this year there must be a, 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 probably a 40 point uh, swing there so what, what do you think they need to do yeah. for next season?
1: Uh, I, I tell you exactly what you need to do. I tell you Felipe needs to, to get a bit more knowledge of the domestic football. He's got a tactics kind of nearly spot on Europe and all he has to get in playing the way he wants to play Europe playing. Not too bad, bit of minimum presence. But the domestically our bread and butter, like he, he needs to, to nail down uh, the results in that one to get a good start, good run of consistency, like really terrible well no, you do bad stuff. just after the uh, and just for Vinnie Parrott, after we a couple a couple of bad results, but that was, like a, that was a combination of, kind of a lot of different things. Uh, but yeah, we need to get a good start, kick them in the next season, get a good front runs and, and kick off from there. Like.
0: And are the players there good enough? Do they need to get more then?
1: Oh, <laughs> that could be a contentious issue, but yeah, look what there is. There's a couple of players that need to go there is a couple of players that need to uh, come in and there's a couple of players that really need to nail down a contract like we need to nail down Sean Gannon as well he needs to be nailed down a contract And there's a few others there that need to be nailed down and we do need to make a couple of assignments like we really need a couple of assignments and make our decision on, on what we're doing with our, our keepers what we're doing with our kind of back four and all kind of age and everything kind of depending on lads and all so we need to kind of start getting some real structure like
0: if there was two players yeah. you could realistically get from the league who would you go for?
1: Oh, who would you go for? Well, you'd have to go for Jack Bowen but that's not going to happen. Like, yeah, not going to happen. Uh, no, no. Not, not going to happen. Not going to happen. Like, oh, who would you get? Who would you get? Just like, there's, there's a good selection out there which I think a of, uh, fine fine players like yeah, yeah. Would you, like,
2: like, like, you think you need a striker or something going forward next season? Or what sort of position do
1: you, do you think needs to be filled? Pat in the most Pat open on the while, and had open, had open. He's a good walker. Right? Like you've he, seen which was we definitely need uh, uh, another striker as well. I think like, David Mack is an up thing. He can back. I, he hasn't been up to power I don't think. Like I know he scored two goals in that day or anything in the Open League. Was two penalties at the same time? He just needs to. They a bit more clinical. Sound a bit more dangerous. Uh, yeah, we do. Like, at what stage are we, are we going to chop past? I don't know. Like, really, really hard to tell. Like, but uh, he's been fantastic, so I wouldn't like to say so. You know, like,
0: well, it'll be interesting next season to see uh, what way Dundalk approach this season. Um, obviously, now it, if Jim Magilton or whoever it is comes on, it comes in and does a job, that's going to be of benefit. But they, I think they definitely need probably two or three players to. To reach out to Shamrock Rovers because I've a feeling Shamrock Rovers might have yeah. one or two again.
1: Like you were asking there about the players, like we need to look uh, for a club if we want to. And just talk with players there, like if we, if we want to bring ourselves to another level, like we have to look at the league of Ireland too. Like yeah, we we have to look at the league of Ireland. Like you can't. Like, like there is fantastic players in the League of Ireland really is like apart from Jack Bowen I don't see anyone there who stands kind of really heading above everyone else that at home and say, right, these are gonna break in the open League, these are going in that there like we need to start like and looking forward to a field. Like J not me wrong with we're still some fantastic players but like you you just want like uh, like the can really like start like and that we that's well that's the same with every league, do you know what I mean? Like that's like every league uh imports all the top lot of the top players now that they've start like a new professional team like if you want to bring yourself into your local League like look at most local, local league right but, like they've got so many different nationalities on their teams like you
0: know. Yeah, yeah. Well be interesting yeah. to see what way they go down. Last weekend Longford Towns scraped by Shelbourne in Richmond Park one 0 in the playoff game to claim a place in the Premier Division next season. Nathan, did the best team win on the day?
2: I think it was the end of the day, yeah. It was, um, it was, just, it was nice to see somebody win at which Richmond Park to be honest with you. It was just a
1: nice <laughs> change from me looking at it. Um,
2: <laughs> so it, it was quite a classic now, I'm wasn't it? It was, it was a pretty tense game, especially in the fourth half. Um, I thought a long the I was depressing, really I it, uh, really. Especially in the second half he really came to life. While they didn't make... Like, a massive advantage out of the, um, the sending off a of Shelbourne like I thought he would have pressed more in the second I thought I thought you could have even seen Longford go and win a two or three nil. It just wasn't to be. And but yeah look for me I think over the ninety minutes Longford were the better sides so I thought Shelbourne were really sloppy in a lot of places and some of the decision making by them by some of the players was very strange. Like you've seen a lot of the time they were playing it around the back and they be passing it to the goalkeeper, passing it back to Brady on his wrong foot and then he'd be panicking and of just slicing it away and giving the way ball the ball away very cheaply. So um, it, was a, it was just a, it was a shellbone side that was really lacking confidence. And I think once you the when they got back with at Long in the FBI Cup for me, that was the real not the turning point because they have they, been poor since with of football since, since uh, we came back from COVID. But I think the Athlone game was really the one that I, that I looked at personally and said, "Oh, they're in big trouble now because they just." Just
0: looked like a side that was completely shot of confidence. Yeah, i I was caught between uh, working and different things, so I only got back in to see the last half hour. I actually thought Shelbourne were on the front foot for the most of that, and I thought that I looked like they were going to get one back another and a man down at that stage, but they just they they just didn't have it, and there was. Between the two of them, I look at Longford and I'm thinking, Well, you know, what, what are Longford gonna do when they go into the Premier Division? I suppose that's the the question. It's hard for teams who get promoted to stay up and as Shells can testify to. So what do teams need to do to stand a chance of making themselves a permanent fixture in the top division?
2: I think it's finding the balance of okay, obviously you're gonna to wanna to keep some of the guys that are there, you know, like and there's some good players are sure, but some good young players like um I think uh, Dervin is a good player. Obviously, Rob Manley it w- it would get you goals. Uh, Elwood, Shane Elwood is decent too. But I think it's finding the balance of keeping some of the lads that got you in that position but you need to add. Like Longford will really need to add quality into that team. Whether that be looking at bringing players up from the fourth division or looking at someone like Shells who got relegated, taking players off them. It's just finding the balance and keeping. keeping. Obviously, they have a, they have a great spirit of getting out and there under um, a very good, good young manager. So it's Recruitment for me Is a big team Of, 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 of staying in the Premier Division And getting in the right players With the right attitude That will Will gel with the lads That are already there
0: Aiden is A bit disappointing uh, For Shells It's been a disappointing season Really Where did it all go wrong?
1: Um, Jesus Yeah You can, you can point at several different things For them and all of them. I think uh, Pretty much Nathan Was hitting high there soon think To beat Matt They were kind of Really kind of the moralise them as well, didn't it, like, uh, especially in the back row, that loan having been kind of like having been firing on cylinders them themselves uh, this season, like, so they kind of get beat by them no, no disrespect at alone, like but uh kind of really shot I think shot their confidence and I shot ladder and just, just went perform. Just didn't seem to didn't, didn't, didn't seem to want us. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah look at I know, know some like the social media and all that. They were kind of like, it uh, that they're kind of shelving down and all. But like, yeah, we kind of really like to see any kind of club going down. Like, we we're just kind of like not too long after getting back up. Like, and, so okay, it's a, it's a, it's a kicking a hole to them. Like, to kind of like, book themselves up for next year. Like, and be, not ever, not ever for granted in uh, football. Football.
0: No. Stephen Kenny couldn't have had a tougher start to his reign as Republic of Ireland manager, thrown straight into the playoff, (laughs) thrown straight into the playoff only to lose on penalties, creating chances but players not putting them away, and an unbelievable amount of injuries and COVID related absences has stretched the squad to practically a C team for the Bulgarian visit. Aidan, what have you made of Stephen Kenny's? Rain so uh, far.
1: i will not take it, have anyone in bad words with King. And <laughs> 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 uh, no, like, look like, uh, I know I'm still hot over leaving, to be honest. <laughs> but uh, no, look, uh, pure bad luck, lads. Like, uh, like we, so many people have wanted this for a long time. Like, and it's just pure bad luck, and the timing of it all. Like, you, you, we see total. Like, you'd be you quite the judge. People are quick the kind of judge and kind of criticise the results and all, but you have to take in a lot, a lot of factors, like the players and all, the like and the players gone and everything, like COVID and everything. It's uh, so many factors that, like, and you can see the flash of like a build-up player walking in it, like, just, so, we're playing nicer football than we've kind of played for a long time, like. Uh, we just need you a bit more clinically in front of goal like and that will come Stephen Kenny will get that right he'll find the right man for that like he, he will do it like he's a and he will get the most out of these players like he's a great track track right of, of getting the most out of these players but he needs to get you know these players a bit more like you look at them Anytime he's players like in kind of clubs and all like he's players day in day out day in day out like he gets to know them like he gets to know how to get the most out of them. like he's only getting these the kind of weeks in week here week there like he, he will get the most out of it he will get getting results but he just needs kind of, a bit of luck to start kind of throwing his way more than anything like. but uh, like with the football there's a lot more better as their tactics are a bit more there and it's just I mean, he's a ball more clinical for the goal I like, think it's pretty obvious and pretty unfortunate at the same time but uh, yeah, you have to play with the front you have to play with the cards you've dealt with like.
0: he's not the only and uh, national manager who has had uh, problems I think there's been uh, every five minutes on Sky Sports News there's another person gone down with COVID and yes. matches being cancelled so it's it's just one of those things at this time that people are just going to have to put up with and hopefully when the World Cup qualifiers come around in March that this is something, uh, a thing of the past I suppose with the you know vaccines and stuff like that coming out so uh, Nathan a, a lot of people are questioning his ability to manage at this level, is that fair?
2: No, I don't think so. I think, um, look, the, 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 the results have been very disappointing. And even against, against Wales, like, again, the, the, the moments are that he looked, he, he played well. And uh, even throughout the the tenure of Stephen Kenny, like you've seen the play. It's, it's the best football I've seen Ireland play in, in a long time. Like, you know, and even before Stephen Kenny, it's not like Ireland were firing and off cylinders either. So we have to take that into account too, but, for me, like it's something that we've all wanted to see for a long time. Like he's been the best, uh, the best domestic manager in Ireland for a good few years now. So I think it's unfair to jump jump down his throat straight away. Look, like we cannot, because we, can, we can, These are the blame things like COVID and everything. But there has to be something taken into consideration. I think it's after, for me, it's after a full World Cup uh, qualification campaign when we really judge him, because it's going to take him a little bit of time to get, get the full squad he wants in. Someone like David McGoldrick, obviously wasn't him with It wasn't the best with uh, in at all. So there's a lot of factors going on with the the Ireland squad at the moment, and well, bad luck does come into play as well. But I think if we just give it time. There's, 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 there's moments there, you know. the like, try to play. is getting much better. We we'll just find out if we're a goalscorer, and that game was everything against Wales. So just just zero impact whatsoever. And it's just it's just been it's been a it's been a sorry for Stephen. So. Hopefully, we can see a bit, uh, the look change and things that the clip from because he's, he's a great manager at the end of the day and he can really do well with his own squad. Really cool, and especially when he starts to bring lads up, you know, 21s that know him. It's probably when we can really see um, just see things really turn around from
0: There's been two more Shamrock Rovers players called up to the squad uh, Aiden, uh, Jack Bourne's obviously there already. You, uh, we, I think we all want to see Jack start and, and, and show us what he can do. Are League of Ireland players able to play at that level uh, and perform? Yeah, and get results?
1: Yeah, look. Obviously not all. No. Obviously not, uh, a huge, huge pile. But there, there is you can take a couple of picks there, a couple of players there, and all. There is a couple of players there that, that, that are well able, to, are able to perform to that level. to a very, very high standard you can't say yeah because if very anybody has stand-up they'll probably offer England. But there is players there that can do the jobs. You want to get jobs done there is players there who can do the jobs. Jack Bone there okay. hopefully he does get a chance, hopefully he gets a good run. And uh, as much as the arrivals the, uh, of all Champers you have to be blind to see like the lad has quality, like he's he's a brilliant player. Like I, I'd love to kind of see him like get a chance, get a run. Great for the League of Ireland. Like I'm a dog fan too but uh, like I am a massive League of Ireland fan League of Ireland it's what, what kind of like you love to see like so yeah hopefully kind of get the show kind of get get a real good run out and show them we can make but uh, there's is, there is some players there I was saying but it's two uh, what positions what you need
0: yeah, um, yeah. quick look at the under 21s Nathan uh, it's a big defeat to Iceland yeah. I suppose uh, doesn't help the manager isn't there now anymore and he's stepped up so where, where does the where do the under twenty ones go from here? Does it do any of these step up? Are they any of them capable of stepping up?
2: Yeah, it's just, it's just been disappointment <laughs> <Just laughs> over the whole uh, the whole weekend for for the audience set up, hasn't it? Mm. Um, but there's uh, plenty of, there's plenty of good lads down there, you know. Um, I was probably I was a little bit surprised to see uh, Jack Taylor come up from the under got he was one of the lads that got the call up. Um, into the into the the, the national squad. Look, okay, he have the likes of, uh, I, I think, Michael Odafemi, is a good player there. But, yeah, someone like Conor Masterson, a very good centre-half. And another guy that you could see up in the senior squad in no time. Small born playing at Southampton, look, Premier League club. So there is, there's definitely good young talented players down there. But it was this, this was a big defeat. It really was a big defeat. It put, it put a massive dent in the qualification hopes going into the European Championships. They've one game left. They need to beat Luxembourg, who are bottom of the table. I think they're playing tomorrow, actually. Uh, and they have they have, they have to have the Iceland lose to Armenia. So look, it's it, it's not looking the best for the under-21s either uh, to, to, to get into the European European Championships. But let, there is good. There's good to take away. There is a lot of good, known, talented players down there. That personally, I'd like to see step up to the senior squad. The couple of lads that I mentioned. Once you start to get obviously regular game point, with the clubs, is, is obviously very important for that as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, but uh,
1: that, you know, just 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 for a quick one there on the other twenty one so it, like it, it's a, it's sad to see like the lads the lads done so well, like they, they kicked on, kind of like the the doing so well, and then to kind of see them kind of like kind of get such a string of bad result, it, it's disappointing. Like, but. Uh, what would be the opinion, you, be the opinion of uh, Michael family Like, what do you think? Like, like reports of like Kane kind of, like, is what grade isn't enough and all, and that's why kind of, he's not being called up. Like, because the lad has the talent. Like. Yeah, the lad has the talent, like. what
0: what I see. see you there, anyway. What I see in him is that he's one of those strikers who just doesn't score the goals that you need a striker to score. And, you know, he's probably mm. he's a one in four or one in five goal scorer, and w- unfortunately for us, we have a lot of those players and we need players who can who can yeah. chip in every game or every other game and then you need your, because your, your, he's playing three up front, you need your wingers, your your wide forwards or whatever way you want to put it, you need them chipping in as well every game or every other game to, for us to, uh, to, to compete. We need so- Robbie Keane well, you know, yeah, th- that's yeah. it. But, I mean, if you if you had someone who scored in every second game, I- you'd be happy with that as long as the others are contributing as well. But at the moment, we're not <laughs> I, getting I, I that. Just,
1: at the moment, right, at the moment, right now, anyone be scored, we don't care who it is. Yeah, well, that's so. it. and, see, and the, <laughs> yeah. the,
0: the problem is Shane Duffy's going through a quail patch for us. But it's desperate that <laughs> yeah. we're we're waiting yeah. for a centre back to <laughs> score goals for us. Okay, we'll leave it there. Uh Nathan, fans' questions.
2: Yeah, uh, always was a good way to finish up, uh, stimulate a bit of conversation. Look again, thanks everyone that sends them in, keep them coming, you can get a the big kickoff and any of our social media platforms. Just type in the big kickoff and send them in and it would be delighted to happen. Uh the fourth one, there's actually two good ones today, lads. Uh fourth one is from Andrew Sexton and Andrew wants to know, what shelf player or players would you take at
1: your clubs?
0: Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> let you deal with this one first.
1: Uh, uh, I don't think, lads. I'm not gonna lie. Like I don't keep be taking aim over the, the last couple of weeks. Not that, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no offence. That's obviously, absolutely no disrespect to any players. Try and that, like. But uh, no, I don't think we're taking i
0: just, and um, we, we we
1: we'll we'll use the excuse of uh recent performances. <laughs> We're
0: that <laughs> well, I, I'm look. I'm looking at them, and, and I suppose the question is is more related to what end of the table. If you're looking at Shamrock Rovers and Dundalk and Bowes, you're not probably going to get too many of them that are going to go there. So you're looking at the lower half, and there, there, there probably are one or two. But really, as Aidan said, the disappointing season. So it's very hard to pick out. Uh, especially in the second half there who who actually would benefit your team and these clubs have to look at it and go well can I afford to put him on, on my wage bill I, I need to have someone if you look at Longford Town they're looking at someone who can make a difference so who who has made a difference Nathan from Shells nobody
2: really to be honest <laughs> uh, like I, I looked my like, when like when he got someone like Kyle Shepherd, I thought Oh that's a smart signing you know someone that knows the league he's got a scoring record isn't great in the league but he knows the league I haven't scored a single league goal. Mm. You look at someone like Luke He, I think, is a very good player. He's a captain. I thought that was a smart decision. He's been sent off a couple of times now. So you look at him and look at the table never lawyers. So obviously, nobody really stepped up and performed to the level he For me, like as a Pats fan, that obviously we're down there, not in the best part of the of the table this season. Um. I like Gary Deegan. I think Deegan will, could do a job on, a, on, a, on any given day. He's, he's a good player that he's a, I wouldn't mind seeing coming in over the age. He's not the youngest man in the world he's in his thirties now, but he, he's a good player and he's a solid lad. And he, he, he seems that anything that anything good that keeps that kind of ourselves in the control here. So somebody like Deegan could be good. Um, but I tell you, that manager to be fantastic at the moment at the past. So I think forget the players. It'd be Ian Morris out, like the to be Eamonn is someone I'd like to see coming in the past. Would, would,
1: would, would, would you take Ian Morris over, over Steve your at the
2: minute next no I'd like to see Stephen get um, I'd, I'd even like to see Stephen get the fourth round of games next season a mm. pass to see how he really gets on like Colbert was a nightmare for everybody and yeah Pat's yeah, really, yeah. really underperformed this season I'm not going to say that, that he, he done a good job he didn't so there was a lot of things that I pointed out like on the yeah, show yeah. things like, like like the lack lack of consistency the recruitment was horrendous this season. But I would give him yeah. the benefit of the doubt. I definitely give him the benefit of the doubt and I'd like to see how we get on with an actual proper run of steady games instead of having the the pictures all over the place the way they were. And I think after after the fourth round of the game, probably similar to ourselves when you look and see and really judge yeah. them then after them after them yeah. first one again. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, second That's, question.
2: Yeah, second question is from uh, Eamon Gaffney. Yeah, this one could probably take a while, so we'll try and get through it uh, a little bit quickly. But Eamon, <laughs> Eamon, Eamon asks, uh, what 11 should Ireland start with against Bulgaria, considering all of the the long list of, of players that are uh, injured or out uh, with COVID? Who would you like to see in your starting 11?
0: Well, this is a tough one. i
1: pass If I go yeah. on, I'll be here all day. So I'll <laughs> leave
0: that right, because I'm going on and up all night. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this this is a tough one, Nathan, isn't it? Because it, is it, it's it's hard to know who's, who's still available, to tell you the truth.
2: That's what what I was wondering I was like hold on a minute
1: have you got the injury list there I'll just talk
0: it If you you go with a centre forward who's left who's left for centre forward role? You've got Uh, Troy Parrott who came in Yeah James Collins
2: was the one for me that made sense to
0: be honest Well I believe Parrott he has said that Parrott won't start so Collins probably does make sense doesn't he? Um, it, it's definitely- yeah
2: like look at Sha- look at Seanan McGuire like you never really see him like Seanan McGuire hasn't really got much of his, much of a run out under Kenny and even on the squads, he was the times that he came in as a late call-up so he doesn't seem to have many plans for Sean McGuire either no. so yeah I think I agree with I think Collins is the one for me that makes sense
0: okay what What about on the wing who have we got there Callum O'Dowder is a, a doubt, I think. I think he has a, a dead leg, Um he must have had that dead leg now for the last uh, year. But because I haven't seen him do anything, so I, I'm not necessarily disappointed that, that he's injured. He really needs to start stepping up his game and improving. Uh, he hasn't done it so far. Horgan has been probably the best yeah. out wide in the two games. I think he played well for 15 minutes against England. After that, he was nowhere to be seen. I think he played well for maybe 50, 60 minutes against uh, Wales. So, uh, but he stood out when he was playing well. Uh, so I thought he did, he, he's done well. But again, he has to keep stepping up, you know, and, and, and produce. And so I'd have him in starting, uh, just on, uh, you know, the bit of positivity came from him. On the left-hand side, it's, it's it's hard to know, isn't it? I think
2: I'll go with Brady. I thought Brady was a uh... Probably the best
0: of the, best of the bad bunch really, against Wales. I thought he done he don't decent enough.
2: So yeah, I think I'd, I'd put Brady up in a more attacking
0: role for that one to be. I honest. see what you're doing here, squeezing Jack Born in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <I do. laughs> have my have my anger in the midfield. <laughs> so so you'd have you'd have Born then sitting in as a, a a ten or in behind the uh, striker or just in front of the the midfield two. Uh, the midfield too no Malumbi. Uh, who who else have you got? Probably. Horahan is Josh Josh Cullen yeah. Jason Knight
2: yeah I, I think I, I have a jot down here Horahan yeah I've got to win with Horahan I think that's a safe enough bet uh, yeah probably probably Jason Knight probably the one I'd give that not he got a bit of a run out the last time out but so look he, he did, there wasn't a lot, an awful lot of time for him to really do that so I think this week could be the game that you could see him um, getting handed the sets. well not for the lad he, he, he looks a decent enough player and so I've seen him so now
0: seems to be the point of the day. We could have uh, him and Conor Horahan sitting a little bit behind Jack Bourne Could be a decent midfield three. Okay, I, I haven't seen much of Jason Knight so I'm not too sure on on how good he is. I know Cullen. I've I've liked him when I've seen him but again, listen, it's really a night for people to stand up and be counted, isn't it? And cement your place. This is your opportunity now. Uh, Backline probably more than likely going to be similar to what we had. Probably Duffy, Long, uh, O'Shea, um, and. Hey. Who, is Cyrus Christie left right yeah is around or is, i i can't remember who's gone and who's not gone but <laughs> um and a car I
2: was only reading if
0: Paul came on. I'm not forgetting
2: now. Does that mean bleeding players I want to? It's like a shopping list. Right. Yeah, yeah, that was. Something. So when
0: uh, <laughs> when you really look at it, there's there, there's not too many options anyhow. Because the the lads who are coming in from the League of Ireland and Taylor, they're not really going to start. So really, the team's probably going to nearly pick itself, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah, like other lads like even like Ronan Curtis a decent player but I, I couldn't really see Ronan start in this game The thing, the, big, the big one for me is like I would I, I'm not saying I wouldn't I would start Shane Duffy but could he deal with a bit of a rest or can he even afford the rest him now at this stage with the amount the lads are out because he's been underperforming for both club and country at the moment and do you think take them out of five in line could do them a bit of good
0: or do you think it's just no, have I'm, to play now with you know, I, the people that are injured? I think, I think Neil Lennon will give him uh, his rest over the next couple of weeks so he won't have to worry about it. He'll he be fine. Uh, okay. Right. Well, listen, Aidan, uh, tell us again just before we go how can people, if they want to contact you, to contact you and how can they help out?
2: Uh, yeah,
1: like for... So, uh, Get in, if you ever want to get in contact with us, get in contact with us on, on any of our social medias, uh, social media channels on Facebook, uh, Head in the Game LOI, uh, Head in the Game LOI again for Instagram, and on Twitter, Head in the Game 20. Uh, don't forget, lads, uh, if you, even if you're on social media page, let's just share the, the Head in the Game top uh, pinned link, which is our GoFundMe link for November, for two fantastic charities, Jigsaw and Shine. Uh, if you ever need any help with uh, any next like, talk, anybody right now but any issues right now, they're two attacks, Charlie's getting touched and they'd be more than happy to uh, help as well. And uh, as well, like of course lads, uh, just to spread the message lads of it's uh, basically it's okay not to be okay, lads, and just just keep an eye on each other over the next couple of weeks. And uh, keep an eye on your friends and just ask the question, Are you okay? See how they're feeling, try and get talked a bit more. So basically kind of it, lads and as well, I don't forget, lads, like some people there uh, use use our uh, technology, like FaceTime people, text people, and all. Like, you mightn't be able to see them or something like that. but you have technology there, use it. Definitely. Definitely.
0: Yeah. Okay. We'll leave it there. Look out for everyone, look out for yourself, and uh, we'll talk to you next week.